Hello, we'd like to welcome you to the Philemon Road Baptist Church podcast today. We are so thankful that you've jumped on here and are listening with us today. Today we're going to be dealing with a, a great topic. Of uh, Many people have debated this topic and a topic that is very um, real today in the society that we're living in. And so we're going to take this topic, look at it according to God's Word, and see exactly what God's Word says about this topic. This topic is going to be a, a, is one of a great importance to me and Brother Barry. This is the topic of dealing with abortion and whether abortion is right or whether abortion is wrong. We're going to look at this as the statistics of abortion, and then we're going to jump right into the Word of God and see how um, uh, what God's Word says about this. Brother Barry, you doing good today? Doing wonderful, Brother Aaron. Return, it's cold, man. It's man. getting cold. South Georgia weather. It'll be 80 in two weeks. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It, 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 it'll turn around. You, you have to wake up and put a coat on. But today is cold all day. Buy the coat all, coat all day. So. Still excited to be here, though. Just yeah. Still excited to be in the presence of the Lord and, and just to be of service and be able to just share our hearts and, and what God's Word says about, you know, this topic here on abortion. Um, you know, not every... These topics weren't an importance to me until I realized who Jesus Christ was and, Amen. and who God the Father is and, and who my Savior is, uh, you know. So, you know, there's probably some that may listen. I hope that you share this, and it gets out there for those who listen. Um, and I hope that we do justice to God's truth and word to today, Aaron, that, you know, abortion, what it means to, to be, how, why we feel that we're pro-life. And so um, I really hope you enjoy this. I hope you're encouraged. It's a touchy subject, like most of them are. And so that's why we've uh, gotten together on this podcast to share it. Uh, we're, not, we're not asking to debate or to, to argue or to say who's right or wrong. We just want to show you what God's Word says about it and let God do with your heart. Exactly. And, I, and that's exactly how we feel about it as far as what God's Word says about it. And we want you to study this out. Yeah. Um, we want you to study. You say, well, we disagree with you on this certain area of abortion and how we feel it this way or that way. And there probably be something that you maybe disagree on. So we encourage you to study it out and don't just get locked up on what the media says or what a certain party says or what a person says, but get locked in on what the Bible says about something. And that's what this podcast is about, is, is trying to teach and train people in how to study things, what the Bible says. And so today, I want to take abortion and let's look at it as a whole. Um, abortion started, you know, about in the 1970s in the U.S. And so um, I want to take this from 1973 to 2013. Of course, we've got six more years, so there's actually more than this. But these statistics that we saw that in, since then to 2013, there has been 56 million babies that have been aborted in our country. And, uh, there are about 219 abortions per 1,000 live births in the U.S. In the US today. And uh, we also saw that there's about a million abortions a year, a little more than that, give or take some, about 2,800 a day and about 120 an hour. And so that would, that would equal up to about abortion every 30 seconds. As we know that we, as God followers and Christians and Bible believers, are starting to see the light on this, and see how bad a, a situation we have got ourselves into, and see what God what God is thinking about this. As we look in the Word of God, Brother Barry's got a few things about 
I'm going to some scriptures. Before he gives us some scriptures and kind of the questions that we're going to be going through, I want to define the two different positions that people take on abortion. We see first is the pro-life position is this, is that some believe that the human fetus is a person from the moment of conception and that the unborn baby should receive constitutional protection of their life. This position is in agreement with the biblical position that we're going to be sharing with you today. And it values the baby, the life of the unborn baby, as same as the life of the mother that is carrying the baby. You can see that in Exodus 21 and verses 22 through 25. I encourage you to look those up. Now, let's look at the pro-choice position and what those individuals believe. You might be listening and, and uh, be pro-choice this, this morning, this afternoon, and uh, whenever you're able to listen to the podcast. And this is what a pro-choice position is. They believe that a fetus is only a potential person. They described that in Road versus Wave in 1973. And therefore, should not be entitled to constitutional protection. They believe that the decision about the life or death of the unborn baby should be solely the choice of the pregnant mother. This position invites great disfavor to God's word and to what God has put on his people. We find out that it provides no protection for the innocent and unborn life. And Proverbs 6 and verses 16 through 17 clearly states that there are six things that the Lord hates and the seventh is an abominable thing. And it is one of those things that he says here in these verses is hands that shed innocent blood. So today we're going to look at the question, and Brother Barry's going to get us into this, is what is what is life and when does life begin? Brother Barry, you take uh, us into that a little bit. First, I want to say that we have to realize as Christians, Brother Aaron, that this is a spiritual attack on the Creator and His That's right. creation. That's right, yes. And so we can look at it as just another a worldly problem that we have, but you have to look deeper to understand how God's word connects with this. Yes. We are under attack. God, God loves his children. He has a purpose for every one of his children. Even those in the womb, we're going to look at some scriptures to where God saw fit in Jeremiah to have purpose. And he saw fit to even know us in our mother's womb, showing that God was our creator. And so, when we uh, continue not to stand up or we see that those who believe that abortion is okay, and we're going to talk about some of the circumstances of why people may feel that it is okay today if we get to that. But the bottom line is Satan wants to do everything. Him and his pack, his team want to do everything they can to destroy and to take away everything that God's created. That That's his... That's what he's here for. That's yeah, what he's and, doing. And, and the baby is made in the image of God. <laughs> Everybody is. And so Satan, if he can destroy the image of God, he's done a bunch of stuff. And that's exactly right. The good point there. And and I share. I want to share this. And this is kind of just not. It's not off topic because it's all the same. Because we're all God's children, whether in the womb or out. Um, is is this fact right here? This is very important. This is to me. This is what God laid on my heart. How Satan wants to trick us. He is out to steal your identity. If you are not aborted, and you make it to life, and you get to live a life uh, on this world, 
then Satan, this is what he wants to do. He wants to take your identity. He wants to get you to a place because if you, when you become saved, when you receive salvation, Satan realizes he cannot destroy you. So what he does is he puts these things of bitterness and, and destruction in your life and, and tries to get you to create sin so that you get to a place of inadequacy so that therefore you destroy yourself, suicide. Now, since also he's doing that, why have to go through all that work to make someone do it themselves when he could focus on these who are in such a, uh, most of the time, uh, abortions from, uh, let's look at, uh, 30% of women. American have abortion by the age of 45. Um, we can see that 59% of women who have abortions uh, already have children. Uh, so we can look at the percentages here. There's percentage of women there that have abortions because of um, uh, something that happened in their life that they had no choice over, uh, yeah, exactly. like, like being raped. And so, and so Satan's going to get in there and he's going to make you feel inadequate and feel like you have no purpose and you have made such a mistake that the only way to fix it is to destroy it completely. And I think I think that's key when you're talking about suicide as well because suicide in a person's mind that commits suicide is they have maybe got in a situation that maybe they think they cannot get out of or they don't feel love or they don't feel whatever it is they feel that puts them in that situation. And basically it makes them feel like this is the easiest way out. I think abortion is the same way is when a lady is put in a difficult situation um, uh, and the, even the husband's involved in this or, or the, the, the father of this child, um, uh, you know, they are in a difficult situation. And so the easiest way out in their mind, they are convinced that abortion is just the easiest way out. You know, we, we have made this bad decision in doing something we probably shouldn't have done or maybe something happened that we didn't want to happen. So instead of telling anybody about it, let's just take care of it. And it makes it look like, you know, hey, we can just take care of this. But that's not the way God intended it to be. Um, uh, sometimes God is shown for the greater in our mistakes than he are in the things that we're doing right. Okay, and so now, since we, we're talking about that, um, I, I want to, before I share anything else, I want to share something with me personally. And so that way you realize that I'm going to take some areas of boldness towards this topic today. That's right. But I want you to understand that my boldness is because at one time I had been in those situations around that area, those choices made, no people who've done that. And so I'm not against or ridiculing anyone who has either previously made that mistake because it's all sin. I've created sin just as much as that sin has been created. But it's where what we're doing here today is standing up, and that's what we're called to do. And so I want to share this with you. In my previous sinful backslidden life, I had made a lot of choices to where I was finding my identity in other people, young people. I was a young person. And I was wrapped up in, in fornication, and, and there was times when it came up that a girl I was dating, she became pregnant at a young age. So now that she's pregnant at a young age, where, where do you think that we go as, as childs when we do something our parents told us that we were not supposed to be doing, and we did it anyways? We'll do anything and everything to cover it up. Even the first notion that came to my mind that day, I'll never forget it. I didn't know no better. I just didn't give no guidelines to what it would cost me, realizing that I was going against God in this. But the first thing we talked about was getting rid of it. That's right. And so now here I am today, 
And I realized how precious if, as, as I was born to a young mother at the age of 15, 16 years old, if the parent that I could imagine how embarrassing it is that a young child gets pregnant, how sometimes we don't make the best decisions for life. But I'm so grateful today that that choice was made to do something better than just end my life. Because God can make a purpose out of every one of our situations. Young people today, they get in that, uh, that situation, or, or, or older women, they get to a place, they've had kids, they, they didn't want no more kids, but it just so happened, and so, man, I, I'm, I'm too old to have a child, and, and abortion comes to mind. Satan slips it in there. And honestly, it's, it's a selfish act. It's thinking only of ourselves when we do that, because we want to do everything we can not to be revealed of the things we did wrong. But freedom is at the very essence of admitting the things that we did wrong and asking for forgiveness. And so I want you to know that if you have ever this morning have thought about it or have been in a place where you have made a decision to abort a child, God's grace and God's love is still for you. That's right. I do want to share that with you. And, but I do want you to know how important it is so that if there's a next time, and if there is a time that someone who's listening is thinking about this right now, maybe you're going through that in life right now, that God has a purpose for that child, no matter what the, the situation is. All right, so I said all that. Man, whew. Okay, so here's the question topic today that we want to get on to help you better understand why it is important that abortion is against the Word of God. That's right. Okay? Abortion is nowhere in the Bible. It does not say the word abortion. You cannot find it. it. doesn't say anything against it. But what the Bible does express is murder. And, and that's murder, to destroy a life. And so let's talk about on what basis do we believe that an unborn child is a full person. So let's look at this. Brother, you want to say anything on the, the topic, the question on topic right now? On well, I, I think that uh, we'll read some scriptures, of course, and, and kind of show forth what God has said about um, these topics. Now, this afternoon, we're not going to be going into, uh, we, we could uh, go into more scientific reasons of, of why the child is a, is a separate person and when life begins. begins is, uh, you know, you could say that, you know, the mom and the baby has two different heartbeats, two different brains, two different lungs. I mean, you know, you have all these different things that we could go into scientifically and we could go through, you know, the first four weeks to the, you know, the first trimester being done and then the second trimester and, and look and see. But here, here's, here's where I, here's where I am and as we're getting scriptures all ready to go. And I'd like to read Psalms 39, 139. And uh, verse number 13 through 16. But what I want to say first is, I encourage everybody, if you're listening to this or if you know somebody that is um, uh, for abortions or, you know, for it in certain places or in certain times, unfortunately, our world is getting to a place where they are now saying, you know, full-term abortions is okay. And, and I want to say this, I, I'm not going to ever tell you probably unless you just speak to me in person um, on how to vote or, or who to vote for, what somebody says or what somebody and, and name names. But here's what I do want to tell you is that if you are voting for a party or for a person, and uh, whether that be Republican or Democrat, that believes in abortions, 
then I would really check myself in, in thinking, is this right? Because um, it doesn't matter what foreign policy they have or what whatever they have. I could go into that. That's very important. That that The thing is, I'm not going to listen to anybody tell us how we should act or tell us how to live when they're killing babies in the womb. But go ahead there. Uh, and I, I know you're on to something, but just you said something about basically a religious background. That's right. Is what yeah. you're saying. Um, and so if someone's supporting that that this not for pro life then 30 i mean the, the, here's the statistics 38% that seek out abortion have no religious standing that's right that's and right and so if you're if you're for a candidate that's for that whether it's just a small piece that they're for that's a big point in what your your belief is uh, yeah it's I an mean, abomination to creation what if that was you that that choice was given to and you wouldn't even exist today that's right that's right Exactly right, and so what I, what what we were all getting to is, is make sure you vote you know biblical standards on that. I encourage you to do that. Here's where here's where I want to get to. If you are for abortion or or against or against pro pro life and you're pro choice, I want to encourage you to look at an ultrasound of a young lady, um, a, of a baby that is that is before the week, whatever week you want it to be that you believe it is abortions are okay before this week. And I want you to encourage you. I remember setting our first child, and Candace was having an ultrasound done, and I think Colton or um, Colton was 12 weeks old, and uh, you could see him moving, you could see his legs kicking, you could see, of course, Candace could not feel it, but you could see the his arms moving. He was almost jumping <laughs> around in the womb um, uh, because they were pushing on him, you know, trying to get him to move and do different things. And when you see that. I don't know how anybody that could be pro-choice could see that and say that is not. It is just a lump of mass of tissue. And I encourage you, if you've never seen that, please see that. And um, uh, let's read this. And I want you to keep your minds and hearts open. Psalms 139 and verse number 13, the Bible says this, For thou hast possessed my, my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works that my soul knoweth right. My substance was not hid from me. I was made in secret, and you saw me in the lowest parts. And so I, it's just amazing how even the Word of God says that thou hast covered me in the womb. That is a protection thing. So, Brother Barry, you got some other verses and things you like to say about when life is started at conception and uh, what the yeah, Scriptures so li- say about that. So life is started... At conception, we can. If you are a believer in the faith of Jesus Christ, you know that life begins at conception. And so, I'm going to look at. I'm trying to get there. Y'all be patient with me. I'm, I'm got a lot of scriptures, and I've just kind of just yeah, wrote got, them all over the we, place. We've and, got notes scattered everywhere. We so, don't know what we're doing really. But um, anyways, we've got a lot of stuff going on. But as uh, he's finding that, just let me know when you're when you're on that. Yeah, I'm, what I'm fixing to share is the birth of Jesus. Oh, that's right. What yeah. better birth of to to understand when Mary realized that she had a child? What better what better one to look at than the very time frame of birth of Jesus and Christ? And while you're finding so, that, I also would would like to say, you know, remember when John the Baptist and um, his mother met Mary that he leaped in the womb when he saw Mary, knowing that she was carrying the Lord Jesus Christ, and so. 
You know, that's a that's a, an amazing statement and I, there. And I want to say the time frame. I want to look at it. Let's look at that because I want to say the time frame between when she discovered um, that she was pregnant, that Christ, when... Um, Man, I think John the Baptist, yeah. Yeah, and John the Baptist was born. When when Mary realized, okay, she was excited, she wanted to go tell. That's right. That's okay, right. so there's a time frame there that we see. It was very short. And so, let's see, and as he's... Okay, here we go. All right, Luke chapter 44. I think it's Luke 1, 44 there that we're trying to find. For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears... The babe leaped in my womb for joy. That's right. That's right. So it was the very minute that the angel had spoken to Mary, she knew. And behold, in verse 36, it says, And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son. So the word conceived there, as soon as there was conception, they knew that they were with a child. That's right. So what what here's why do we say that? Because I want you to understand that when when God because it's a God thing, because God creates life. That's right. And so when God creates life, I, I remember when Whitney first was pregnant with Conley, something just and you know what I'm talking about, something just in the air changed. Before any tests were done, before anything, you just knew something what something wasn't right, right? Okay, that, all right, so that's before you've even had any tests done or any sonograms or anything. You had realized something was there. So life begins at conception. Why, I mean, why, why believe that? Look at Jesus, when the very precious life was born, and Mary realized she was with Christ. She had to go and tell Joseph of what was happening so that he wouldn't be confused that she had gone outside of their relationship. Could you imagine where she was to have to share that, that in this moment, this instance, she is with a child? That's right. Now, what if King Herod would have been able to accomplish the things that he wanted to, to try to destroy this child that was being born? But we know he did not, because God had a purpose. Just like for every life that you think that is, for some reason, putting, I guess you could say, a sore thumb in the midst of your life situation... This baby, consider the purpose of the life that is in you and how God has chosen you to bear this child for a higher purpose of something of heaven, of God. Uh, It may not be the Son of God, but but it is one that God saw favor in to have a purpose in this life. You know, I think Jeremiah 1 and verse number 5 tells Mm -hmm. us that. He he says, "Um, Before I formed thee and thy mother in in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a member unto the nations. So Jeremiah 1, 1 5 is, is, is basically sharing exactly what Brother Barry is representing here is this, is that before you were born, God had a purpose for you. And for us as a country to say abortion is okay is we are taking away all these young kids that are going to turn into men and women that they had a purpose to do for God. And they are now being just taken away from that because of what has happened in abortion. And it's just a sad thing that is going on. If the womb was a precious place for our Savior and He died on the cross for our sins, 
why, their purpose. Yeah. Why would we not be a precious? Why would not the womb be a precious place for the child? Now we get into the conversation of well, the circumstances and and what happened of of how. Yeah, exactly. Of, and, of how some people become with a child and and the circumstances with, you know incest and being these children being born out of an incest family and uh those that have been raped and then they become pregnant and and uh, man i it's a sad world that we we live right. in they even had to talk about stuff like and this. it's it breaks my heart to sit here and even that that we have to as a as a country as as a free country cannot make better decisions than ourselves and but we have we, we see the fact that sin entered a garden so long ago and this world hasn't been the same since then, and if we could get back on on godly on God platform, if we could get back to building our lives on the rock, not just you know whether or not we talk about your your attendance in church, but your attendance of allowing the Lord to work in your home is just as important. To are you raising your children in in a godly home in the manners of how God wants us to live, and knowing the inadequacy is only because of Satan's tricks. Jeremiah himself, we read in that scripture one five. I read about Jeremiah, and he said it said that Jeremiah felt so inadequate to what God was calling him for, but God called him. So he didn't think much of himself. You you may have, if you're a young teen and, and you've become pregnant or you felt inadequate about it, and so you felt like you had to make a decision, or maybe the parent felt inadequate of your decision, and it was an embarrassment in their life. Moms, dads, don't force your, your, your teenage daughters to do that. Uh, teenagers, d- don't get together and try to do that on your own without seeking some someone's counsel. Counsel yeah, and, that is is biblical. And we have places to set up by that, like the pregnancy, pregnancy center, or, you know, in, in our county and, and, and stuff like that. I think that's that's a huge thing there. That um, it's very important, like you're saying. Don't make this decision. I think a lot of decisions that we make that are wrong are always rushed decisions. Um, Every time I've rushed to do something, I've always made the wrong decision. <laughs> Amen. I mean, most of the time, you know, I mean, I, I guess maybe a few times not, but that's very true. I'm a, I'd like to go into maybe some questions and, and answers on this. And I want to encourage you, if you have a question about abortion, you say, well, we disagree with your thought on this or that. We heard you say that. Maybe you can explain more on that. Please email me. Um, uh, my email is prbcjesussaves at gmail.com. So that's prbc. Jesus saves at gmail.com and, and we'd love to talk to you and maybe talk more about it on the podcast as well. Um, uh, but as you think, as Brother Barry saying, you know, there's certain people that say, well, there's certain instances that this would be okay to happen abortion. But, you know, understandably this, that there are families across the world that would give a lot of money and their time and everything to be able to have this young child that this person <coughs> is maybe having. And so, I'm uh, I, I want to go into some questions maybe real quick and we'll go through this next. Brother Barry, say a few things before we get into these questions. Real quick before we do get into these yeah. questions, Brother Aaron, thank you so much. I, I want you to look at, in, in Exodus chapter 20, there's a pregnant woman who was injured. And so I want you to see the of, of how important it's, remember, Really, the topic is not abortion. The topic is murder. That's right. That's right. That's right. We, we are committing a murder and thinking it, it's in an innocent manner because it's before some you life. Know, in, in the older days that they had, um, uh, you know, the Mayan temples where they threw the babies down and, and, you know, offered them up to their gods. We're doing the same thing today. You might not be offering up 
to a god, but I'm a, we're killing babies just the same. It's, it's just so sad. So Exodus 20. I want, I want you to look at this. A pregnant woman was injured. Okay, the question in the scripture, was she the wife of one of the combatants? And uh, this other man outside, they were in, they were against each other. And so, well, he bumps this pregnant woman. And just in the aggressiveness that he had towards her, just the aggressiveness, the Bible says, just being aggressive, he was punished. Moreover, then if it was not, if she had not had fallen into a miscarriage, it would have been worse. The Bible in the Old Testament teaches that it was basically eye for an eye. And so if, if you if you killed someone, someone else was going to kill you. I mean, that was the penalty. That's right. And so uh, if if you should be, de- if you're destroying children, the Bible was saying in Exodus that you should be destroyed just like that. And so the severity of what God is saying about life in itself altogether, whether it's in conception or after birth, murder is is against God's law. Amen. That's right. That's exactly, exactly right. And, and our time is coming up. So this is what I want to do this this podcast. is uh, Today, I think we built a very good foundation on when life begins. According to the Bible, we understand that life begins conception. at conception because um, Jesus Christ makes many references in the Word of God and Him Himself that... Uh, the babies were known and formed in their mother's womb, and God knew them and protected them. Um, uh, God is protecting them in the mother's womb. And so we were able to um, uh, pretty much put a ground ground work on that level. Next week, I would like to come in and take how take the question, how do we defend abortion? How do we defend on those that our thoughts on what God says about abortion and those that say that, okay, well, look at this. What is? What about in this circumstances? You know, they will make the statement that you know, if the baby is unwanted anyways, then why would you want the baby to be unwanted as it came into the world? And and uh, what about the rape victims? What about um uh, the families that um uh, you know are this or that? And we'll take those questions and let's see by God's word and by common sense that we'll look and see how can us as Christians. Stand up to those that believe abortion and murder is right. And how can we as a country turn our country around to be able to think that a baby is not just a mass of tissue, but it is a living person that God loves and that God cares about. 56 million babies. lives. Babies, More than that now. Babies that, you know, just that in itself is a big number. That, that God had a purpose for, and we allowed those powers and principalities because of our unbelief in Christ. And so sad. To forget that Christ loved us first. And, you know, I know there's, there's Christians out there that I hope you really share this and listen um, that have maybe even thought about or thinking about it, even in your faith in Jesus Christ. God wants you to know you are not inadequate. That's right. You were made for a purpose, and no matter where you were at in your situation or what has happened, that very child that you are with right now in your womb is not inadequate. It will have probably a greater purpose than any of us in this room having this conversation because one thing I do know about my God is that He takes the worst 
and turns it into the best. Amen. And so if you just remember that and believe that, and, and in the past maybe you did it and you feel inadequate about it, just ask God. To yeah, just, we're, just we're definitely praying. And, and we don't want this to be a, a session to make you feel bad about having no. that. We want to warn others about it and help others stand on this subject. We want to love you in truth. That's right. That's we right. We want to love you in truth. Amen. Amen. Well, let's pray, and we're going to pray. We're going to ask God to help us as a country and help us as a people to be able to stand for what God's Word says about life. Let us pray. The Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for Brother Barry um, uh, and us being able to come and uh, talk about this subject. Yes. God, God. asks you to help our country to turn from our wicked ways. <laughs> help us not to see the things that I'm um, a... Uh, Help us not to see the things that the world says about it, but let's look at what God's Word says about it and help us to stand on your truth like never before. God, our country is in a shape that it's never been in before. Lord, we're in a a very tight spot. And so, God, we're asking you as people of God to help us to stand on the things of God, whether it be popular or unpopular, that we will stand and having done all to stand. And so, God, just help us. Lord, help these to be able to stand as well. And let's let's see God do something great with these babies and uh, see God raise up another generation that loves you so much. In your name we ask it. Amen. Amen. Amen.